Welcome to the Playing Injured Podcast, where we have conversations to help people turn their adversity into their advantage. Welcome to another episode of Playing Injured. Um, I have I have Jazz Takar, the founder of the number one real estate sales team in Canada. Jazz, how are we doing today? I'm good, brother, man. Um, you know, you and I talked off air right now for like 13 seconds. And uh, the energy that you bring to a podcast is it's it's definitely refreshing. Um, I've been lucky enough and blessed enough to do a little over 252 um, uh, uh, guest appearances on podcasts. And I got to say, not everyone brings the energy. So kudos to you, brother, because I know as a fellow content creator, how tough it is to get guests, put yourself out there and bring the energy. And you're spreading the virus that I like to spread, which is positivity. So big, big shout out to you. You, my man yeah jess I, I i appreciate that and you know i, I just love to, to chat with folks who are successful and looking at your online press I, i'm glad that you actually mentioned that because this is the direction i want to go anyway looking at your online presence first of all i can tell you put a lot into it a lot of effort a lot of thought but also to your energy your authenticity that you have man i can just tell that you are really aligned with who you are and you're proud to be who you are and you're uh, you're not afraid to be yourself, right? And it's a, one of my favorite quotes is, in a world where everybody wants you to be the same, being yourself is the biggest accomplishment. How, how did you get to that point? How did you get yeah, there? Man, I, and, and I appreciate the kind words, man. Um, you know, for me, it wasn't, it, it, I wasn't always like that. Not that I like, lied to people i just never spoke about much you know because i was i was afraid the way that i looked i was afraid the way that i spoke especially mm. when you said it you know you you kind of you kind of touched on it anyways in the intro um i'm a real estate agent here in toronto and i have a team now but at the start you know helping people with their with with one of the biggest purchases that they're going to make in their life um or or helping them invest like their hard earned dollars. And I, I came from a, a rough place, the North part, the, the most Northern part in Toronto in an area called Rexdale. And it has a stigma attached to it. Right. So I didn't, I didn't tell people I was from Rexdale. Yeah. I told people I'm from like the outer part, which just make me sound a little richer. Um, <laughs> so I, fit in with people, you know, um, but it wasn't until I'm going to say about three and a half years ago where I said, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to do this content thing. I'm going to, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to yeah. start to put myself out on video. And, and, you know, the more that I did it, I got more comfortable with just putting out the content. But what really happened is people started to come to me and ask me like, Hey man, can I do this? Or, or, or how do I get started? Or, or man, you're so authentic, like words like that, that you just yeah. mentioned. And then me telling them, I needed to look at myself first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I have to tell them, Hey, like, just put yourself out there. Like 
The world is waiting for your uniqueness. There's already a Jazz. There's already a Laura. There's a Tyler. There's a Josh. Like we don't like God knows we don't need another one of Jazzes out there, right? And so your the the uniqueness that you bring to the table is, in my opinion, what the world's looking for. And the more that I told people that I'm from Rexdale, that I told people that you know um, I sometimes have a stutter. Or sometimes I have a lazy eye that my pops tried to get fixed when I was a kid, but the doctors couldn't fix it. The more uh, the more people that I attracted that were okay with that. And, right. and I'm sure like now helping people invest into real estate in a t-shirt or I wear a hoodie in the winter, you know, it gets cold over here in Toronto, Josh. So like I'm usually wearing a hoodie and the more that I do that, I attract the right people and then I repel the wrong ones. And, right. and, and I think it's important, man, man, like being in sales my whole life, I, I'm always, I was always fighting uphill to build some authority and credibility. Now when people walk into my office, they kind of already like me, right? Because like they've seen a video, they've just, they made a judgment that, okay, you know what? I want to have, I want to hear more of what this guy has to say. And for the millions of people that don't come to my office, they've made a decision too. And that's okay. We're not wasting each other's time. So I think that was important, man. Um, just, just putting yourself out there, whatever you think that people are thinking about you, I can tell you out of experience now, like I got, I'm going to say a little over 12,000 hours of video recorded. Yeah. So I got a lot of data now. Um, people are not thinking about you as much as you think they're 100%. thinking. hundred percent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I think it's also a lack of humility, right? Like to think that everyone's always thinking about you, man, we got our, we all got our own problems. And so once you can start to get over that, the world really starts to open up. Yeah, 100%. I love that. And, for, and salespeople, right? They think, here's the thing that there's like the, the avatar that a salesperson has. They have a huge ego, right? When really, they are the ones who have the least ego, right? They're the ones who aren't afraid of failure, aren't afraid of rejection. I was looking at your Instagram, actually. You had a post about, this is actually yesterday you posted this, right? It was about your failure of the last 30 days. And that's why I, this is where I thought like, whoa, this is some authenticity right here talking about your failures. How often do people talk about their failures on social media, right? But here you are bringing that to the table. What was the thought process behind that? Yeah, man. Um, look, I think on social right now, there's a lot of um, a lot of people flexing. Um, and look, people got to do what they got to do, man. Like yeah. they, they want to they show the fancy cars and they want to show, you know, the, the racks on racks that they have and, 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 and all the successes. And, and, and for some people that works for me, I always learned from, from mentors that told me about their failures and the amount of times that they hit it, hit their head against the wall. So I didn't have to. So I always thought that the best way to help someone get over a roadblock is to let them know that, hey, like I've been there and this is how this is what worked for me. And so I'm always as much as I possibly can telling people about all the times that I failed. And so yesterday it actually just kind of came to me. It's funny that you brought it up because it's one of the most it's one of the best producing pieces of content. Yeah. And it's like me going into the stories, writing it screenshotting and putting it out there. I have a 
full-time media staff that helps me with videos and stuff. But yet it was the most simple carousel that I put up on Instagram. That is, you know, it's getting into the couple of hundred of shares right now. It's only, it's been up less than 24 hours. So I know it's resin resonating because people are now starting to see the work that gets involved. So the post for anybody who's watching, if you're not, you know, you, you don't want to jump over to Instagram was talking about my last 30 days that, that yeah. I had to make a little over 350 phone calls and and we've had 70 or sorry 22 or 23 people that said yes to us to buy real estate but that's 325 odd people that said no yeah and then and then i reach i reach out to do keynotes i had i reached out to i think it was like 9 or 10 people in the last 30 days but you know three or four said yes six or seven either said no or they ignored me Right. And then there's and then there's, you know, just the, the the amount of people that I reach out to get on their podcast. Josh was kind enough to say yes. So awesome. We did it. <laughs> up. You know what I mean? But there was like 60 people that said no in the last 30 days. So what I was trying to explain to people and articulate to people that were seeing it was, look, if 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 I quit after those failures, I never would be able to reap the rewards of some of those successes. Right. Like I'm not trying to flex here, but like those 20 odd deals that we did in 30 days. I mean, that's upwards of $400,000, $500,000 in, in gross revenues. You know what I mean? So, but imagine I said, imagine I quit after the 52nd call. The first deal actually probably didn't come around the 53rd call. You know what I mean? And so, and so I want to show people that you have to fail. In fact, failing is part of the process. And if you don't have the bad, you're never going to be able to really know when it's good. Right. You got to take the good with the bad. That's how you know it's not good. Right. And so um, I just I just hope more and more people share some of their failures so all of us can learn. But if people don't come over to me and 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 I'm documenting this journey, man, like, you know, I try not to say and I'm not perfect, obviously, I try not to say my content this is what you should do. I, I try not to talk to two people in that sense. I say, this is what I've learned. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm learning. This is what I'm going through. You know, I mentioned actually in that same post, it just came back to me. Like I had two people, three people who left my organization in the last yeah. 30. Man, that yeah. hurts. That yeah. hurts, man. You know, You've like, invested like, into like them. yeah. Yeah, man. Like I invest a lot of time. I invest a lot of money, um, but I'm not going to stop the whole train. The truth of the matter is, and just between you and I, like, you know, you're either on this train or you're on the track. Like, that's my real mindset. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's moving. It's going to be moving. I'm not going to stop. Um, but look, there's 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 something, you know, I'm I'm in one of my satellite offices today. But in my studio, I have um, a, a bunch of acronyms. Actually, in fact, it's actually on my shirt now. I just noticed I call it my success table. Mm. And one of the. The, the 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 table of ele like it's the the success table of elements you know i couldn't i i, I didn't really understand the periodic table of elements in either high school. <laughs> so i hey so i decided to make my own success table of elements and one of them is whip w i p which stands for work in progress and that's uh -huh. what i am and like i'm learning i'm trying to get better i just try to put in the reps so every single time i move the needle in the right direction is my hope 100%. I love that. Work in progress, right? And so I think a lot of folks, and, and you talk about, I've heard you talk about focusing on the how is actually 
how folks, it hinders folks, right? And so work in progress, I think a lot of folks, when they think about the how, they're so focused on not failing, right? They're focused on perfection. They're not focused on progressing, right? It would be in a work in progress, right? So talk about that, how work in progress has helped you when it comes to actually thinking about just the path ahead and not really worrying about how am I going to get the, the goal accomplished and just focusing on the yeah, goal. For me, for, for, for me, I think it comes down to three things when you're trying to really attract something big into your life. Like you want to build a big business. You want to build a big podcast. You want a big uh, um, social media presence. You want to do X amount of sales. It's getting very, very clear on what you want. Mm-hmm. Like in the net, you know, by December 31st, 2022, I want to do X amount of deals. I want to, I want to have X amount of downloads on a podcast. Yep. Okay. And then, and then it's actually getting really clear on why you want it. Yeah. Because when shit gets difficult and when you hit obstacles and to think you're not going to hit obstacles is completely naive. Your why is what's going to, allow you to continue to keep going. The stronger the why, the stronger the the purpose of 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 why you're trying to accomplish this will allow you to keep going. And then you need to take massive action daily. To just say, you know, if you go to the gym, you work out a couple of days and and then you wake up the next morning and look in the mirror and say like, "Where the heck are my triceps?" Like, where's those, where's that six pack? Your muscles will laugh at you. And like, what are you new to this, bro? You got to put in some time. It takes, it takes time. You need to have patience Mm -hmm. because for me, the how is not our job. That's the universe's job. Yeah. Yeah. It's already determined. You just need to get in front of it by actually getting clear on what you want, because there's a part of your brain, the front part of your brain, which is called the RAS, R-A-S. It's a reticular activator system, okay? If you believe it or not, it means nothing. It's like gravity, like this apple, no matter what. If you believe in gravity or not, it's going to do its thing. The the law of vibration, like attracting like, is going to do its thing if you believe believe in it or not. But The reticular activator system is the exact same reason why when you pick up a brand new black Honda Accord with tinted windows, with some nice rims, you think you're the only car that has that. But then in a week, two weeks, three weeks, you start to see that same car over and over again. Those cars were there before. Yeah, It's just that you weren't looking for it. So if you're looking for the biggest podcast, if you're looking to make the most sales, you're looking for the biggest business, all those opportunities are already around you. You just now need to get in front of them. That's it. You do that by getting very, very clear on what you want and let the how happen through the, look, I call it the universe. You can call it God. You can call it whatever you want, but there's a higher being that's going to be able to take care of the how for you only if you get clear on what you want why you want it, and then you take uh, uh, massive action daily. Yeah, 100%. You know, I I believe in the universe. And uh, Deepak Chopra, one of my favorite folks, right? Seven spiritual laws of success. Um, He talks about intentions and desires. And what you mentioned there, what and why is the desire and the action is the intentions and then everything else 
is 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 the universe and it might end up being a lot better than you actually imagined it, it would be right it's so funny you said that man because you know of of late i i like these last 30 days we wanted to hit um 30 deals okay mm -hmm. um we wanted to do more than we ended up doing but i never said 30 it was always 30 or more Ooh. because what i'm always attracting is or more because yeah. i don't want to <laughs> You get wow. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't want to tap myself, right? And so, yeah. and so it's either that or what I make sure that a lot of like my core group around me, we finish all of our sentences with yet. Mm. We don't have the biggest podcast yet. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're not, you know, producing 50 pieces of content a day yet. Just it because it starts to program your brain to to start to understand that you're in the process. You're a work in progress. You're you're in this journey on your way to hitting yeah. that target, right? 100%. And so I implore I implore people to finish all their sentences with "yet." I'm not I'm not a good leader yet. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I got I got somebody in my role who's about to start a podcast, and they're like they're stuck, man. They're stuck. Like I'm not I'm not you know I'm not a podcast host. Like, I, I don't know what, like, I don't know if, like, why are people going to want to listen to me? And, and I just keep telling her, like, look, at the end of the day, you got to put in the reps and you're just not there yet. Like, you can't compare yourself to Josh. He's, like, how many episodes are you in right now, brother? Uh, we're in the 90s, but we, we've have, we got over 100 recorded already. Yeah. I got a, I got a funny feeling your 90th episode is slightly better than your ninth episode. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now, now, when, like, when, when someone comes to you and says, man, I'm not like you yet. You're like, yeah, because you haven't done 90 yet, brother. Like, yeah. you know, it's an insult, not only to you, but it's also an insult to themselves mm -hmm. because to think that you're going to be that good yet is 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 an insult right you got to put in that time and so i think a lot of people just have just just have a hard time with patience man that doesn't mean getting lazy like right. that doesn't mean sitting on the couch and expecting things to happen right but but to think that it's going to happen quickly that i don't know man i have i haven't figured that out yet i haven't figured out how to get rich quickly yet right. everything that i've done any business that i've built and now i have two businesses that i'm building along like the real estate business and i got a media business that helps like real estate agents local here locally here in toronto produce content it takes time man like you know i both really good good businesses both um different and unique in terms of how we how we you know our, our service but doesn't matter. It still takes time. Yeah, it takes time, and the time is going to pass anyway. So you might I love as well. That. Yeah, I love that because I always say to people that look, the next ten years is coming, and and I'm forty now, and so my last ten years, um, I have a funny feeling that my next ten years are going to go by even faster than my last ten years. Right, right? it's coming. It's coming. And so you you, you kind of have a choice, right? In 10 years from now, you're going to be able to say one of two things. You're, you're going to be you're going to be saying, I wish I had. Man, I wish I made some more phone calls. Man, I wish I shot some more content. Man, I wish I built some better relationships and stronger relationships. Or you could be saying, and I'm so glad I built those relationships. I'm so glad I built, I built, you know, that podcast. I'm so glad that I made those phone calls. One of two things you're going to be able to say, I'm glad I did, or I wish I had. You, the good thing is, is that you get to choose right now. Yep. 100%. 100%. I love that. So tell me this, you just talked about the last 10 years, right? 
where does this where did this journey start for you? Right. And I, I want you to kind of focus on kind of. How did you get to where you are today as far as real estate goes? I know you had you, you've been in sales, multiple different industries, got into the real estate space, got a mentor, different things like that. But what about the struggles, the really deep struggles that help you get to where you are today? I think that's what builds us is the failures and the struggles that you have to overcome. Yeah, man. So I got my real estate license at 23 um, after being in, um, like you mentioned, all different kind of sales um, industries, shoe sales, banking, car sales. Um, so I I really worked up the ladder. Like yeah. um, I was that kid at six and eight helping the teachers. Like, let me help with the book sale. Let me help with, you know, selling Christmas ornaments. Looking back, a lot of it had to do with the fact that I just probably wanted to get out of class. Like I know my, I didn't learn in that, in that setting. Um, so I've always been comfortable in, in sales, um, environments and conversations with rejection, all that. Right. Um, but at 23, there was one, there was one industry that was, for me, it's the biggest ticket item, right? Like, yeah, there's $50 million yachts and stuff like that, but not everyone's buying those, right? Like right. people need real estate. I also wanted to invest into real estate. And, and so that's why I decided to get into this industry. Um, but the first two years, man, I, I, I couldn't do anything right. Like, even though I had so much experience, but I didn't have the confidence, right? And 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 luckily, I just didn't give up because I did find a mentor. I think I think finding someone or a group of people that are doing what you want to do at a high level is very very crucial. In fact, um, it's probably the only quick way to cut down the time of that it takes to be successful. One hundred percent. Yes. Right. Is, is because now you're now you're around people that are have done this before. Right. So to what I said earlier, they've hit their head against the wall. So you don't have to. If you can't get to the table where these conversations are having are, are being had, like you can't get a seat at the table. I implore you to get coffee for the table. Like do whatever you can do to be around those people because they're having conversations. You're watching them put deals together. But even having that, I still couldn't really do it myself. So I there, there was a point within the first, I'm going to say, six months to eight months. I was going to go back to car sales because I was I was kind of the the big fish in that pond, right? In the, in the small pond right. where I became the small fish in a massive pond in real estate, right? And so I was going to quit. Um, because I, like I said, I couldn't put deals together. Um, but having kind of the mentor and having the people just saying, Hey, just take, it's going to take your time. Just keep at it. That kept me going. And then, and then exactly five years ago was probably the biggest, um, adversity that I had to feel because it was unique because it crossed over from my personal life into my business life. That mentor who I was his right-hand man for 13 years taught me everything um, in real estate business and how to put deals together. He passed away very tragically. Um, I, I, I stay, you know, it crossed over from my personal life into my business life because he was more than just a business mentor of mine. Yeah. He was like, a, I have two older brothers. He was like a third brother of mine, um, passes away tragically exactly five years ago last month. Um, and that, Two weeks, three weeks later, the way that he passed away, um, there was some, there's still some unanswered questions around it. And so people who were around us didn't, we got the stigma now. Nobody wanted to kind of be with us, right? right. And so 
I had one of the, the biggest referral sources at this, at that time, five years ago, they left me like they were no longer a client of ours. And, and that was the last time that I was like seconds away from quitting, man. I was like, this is too much in a two week period for me. I can take one punch, but now I'm getting two, three punches. And they're not just punches. Like they're taking all the air out of me. They're taking all yeah. the wind. Out of me. It's not fun anymore. Luckily I saw a picture that I had um, on my wall of my, you know, at that time they probably were like three and three and five. Um, I saw a picture of my two little boys and I decided that th that wasn't going to be my story. Like I wasn't going to be telling them that I gave up and this is why I gave up. I decided from that day forward that I'm going to go back to all the tools that I had in my toolbox, which is which is making phone calls and building relationships. I didn't start my content till a year later, approximately, um, but that kind of changed the game for me. That that I'm sitting at this seat now because of content creation yeah. slash like personal branding. Um, but that you know that was by far the toughest time I had had in business because I lost a friend and I, he was a business partner. I mean right. him and I partners um and and i had to kind of rebuild the the face and the look of our company um without the guy that that was really doing it all you know he was the face if he was alive i mean my life would be different right now as well i i might not be even be talking to you right yeah um, and because because he was kind of the face of it and so i had to i had to kind of take the bull by its horn at that time and say look i gotta step outside my comfort zone i'm not comfortable i hated the camera man like now i need four or five cameras on me because i like it <laughs> you I love it now <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like now i know mm -hmm. the, the the magic of repurposing mm -hmm. Um, but at that time I didn't like it, but I just had to, I had to go back to basics and, and in sales, the basics are pick up the phone, call people and build relationships. 100% man. And so, yeah, what people don't realize, first of all, I love how you mentioned, Hey, you need to find folks who are where you want to go. They have the life that you want. They have the results that you want to create. Um, and how important that is to follow those folks. But also too, you mentioned, man, people don't realize a mentor is 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 more than a friend they they know more i think more than than what your friends know because they know where exactly where you want to go right they're a little bit you're a little bit more vulnerable with them right they they kind of have taught you everything so you trust them a ton and i, I want to learn from you how did you get through that how did you overcome that pain this is one of the most important skill sets i think people can learn of how can they face that fire, that pain and, and, and kind of overcome it and not allow them to quit and, and stop them from keep going. Look, I think if you hang around um, five people that that are are always putting you down, they're not motivated, they're not inspiring, um, they're 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 always trying to kind of pull you down. Chances are you're going to become number six. Mm. Right. On the flip side, if you hang around five people that are inspiring you, um, they 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 understand that this takes time, that you need to have patience. Um, they're always trying to 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 motivate you. Chances are you can become number six as well. Right. And so for me, the one thing that I did is I got into a very deep um, uh, rabbit hole of making sure that the people close to me on a daily basis were positive, inspiring, and 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 just understanding that this 
building this back up again is going to take some time. Yeah. And so I, I actually credit pretty much everything in terms of getting out of that hard time with the people that I kept around. Uh, yeah. Like, so like I, I am very blessed. I still have my parents. I have two older brothers, married two kids. So that's like my, that's my pedestal. Like you don't see them on content. I don't, I'm like, I'm very, pers- I'm very private in that sense. Um, But they kept me grounded, you know, because I'm the younger of the three of the three sons in my house. And so having two older brothers, it's always a healthy reminder that you're closer to the bottom than you are to the top, you know. But even though that they used to beat me up when I was a younger kid, they knew how the time that I was going through that they really kept me like smiling as much as they could. And then my work family, there was three to four, five people, uh, like generally speaking, it was like four people, man, we wouldn't go like, like let alone always being together here at the office, eating together, we wouldn't even go to the washroom by ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we had to go to the washroom, all of us would go because we felt so alone. We were so hurt. We, 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 we were so worried that someone else was going to talk to us while we were going to the bathroom and try to get into our bandwidth, trying to get into our brains. Right. And so I was very, very like critical and, and making sure I understood Who's the crew that I'm keeping around me? You know, another element that I talk about from the success table is G-I-G-O, garbage in, garbage out. Meaning that if you allow garbage in, and I think, and I'm not, this is not a knock on traditional media because I understand them. They're not a nonprofit organization. Yep. ABC News, CNN, Fox, and all these news, like their job is to sell like commercials that's what like that's what they do you know what i mean and right. negative news will always sell yeah. right like if somebody if you walk down a if you you know if you still see those like old school newspaper boxes and the front of the page says it's going to be a beautiful sunny day you'll walk by that and say oh that's so nice it's going to be a nice sunny day tomorrow if it says a hurricane's coming you're picking up that piece of paper right yep. it's just how 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 it works if it if it bleeds it leads is the old saying mm. when it comes to to when it comes to the media and so if you're sitting there watching all the all the negative shit that's happening in the world guess what you're going to always find the negative stuff but if you're finding the positive look there's a lot of people who are doing very they're doing good for communities yeah. but we don't hear about that stuff we don't see any of that stuff because it's so foofy foffy fluffy stuff that nobody want like it's not going to sell right but if you actually consciously look for it i promise you you'll find it so i think if you know for anybody who's going through some troubled times man make sure that you 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 are very um critical on who you keep around you and yes. number two, just don't allow negative. Like try the, the best way that I know how to drown out negative news and negative ins- information is drown it out with positive information. Yeah. So you can decide what podcast you listen to. Like maybe you need to listen to Josh's podcast twice a day if you're only listening it to it once. You know, maybe you need to pick up a book that 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 is that is inspiring, right? Maybe you need to like only watch YouTube videos, like. It's funny. We can probably go on each other's TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube videos and find out really quickly what kind of videos we're watching. You know, yeah. Go to the explore page. You kind of get an idea of what people are watching. You know. Yeah. So, um, and, and, and you know whatever whatever something you do in YouTube, you kind of know what's going on, right? And so 
you can make the choice of only only allowing positive stuff. And for me, that was important, man, because I needed to be in a positive mental state every single morning because I knew what I was going up against. I knew people wanted to see me fail. They wanted they want like there was people out here saying like I was only in the place that I was was because of my mentor, you know, Um, and and I'm a competitive guy, too. You know, I'm only going to take so many shots before I start before I start hitting back. Yeah. Well, I love that so much, man. It's that diet of people think about their food diet, right? Which is important, but people don't think about their mental diet, the positive inputs that can affect the way you think your attitude. Um, and it's so important. Like you said, the people that you're around, the books, things that you listen to, um, those that are the number one things that are important. And, and it's so much easier to get to now, right? Like I'm looking at, you know, your, 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 your listeners walking the dog right now can't see, right. But, but, but you have a, a black mamba book behind you there. Yep. And this past weekend, um, I needed a, like, I, I needed to get back on the phones to make some phone calls. And just before I did, I knew what to do. I YouTubed, uh, an obs- if you, anybody can do it, YouTube, Kobe, Bryant, obsession. Yep. And there's like seven, eight videos. Some people have put some really sick, um, um, like like remixes to videos together. And it's just like, I don't know, 15 videos of his that are remixed together for a 22-minute playlist kind of thing. Right? I've seen this, I don't know, 250 times kind of thing. But I just, I knew what I needed. I needed a little burst before I got into, like, I wasn't feeling it on Saturday afternoon. Um, but I knew I needed to make some calls. I was like, let me go hear my boy. Let me go hear. Let me go hear the obsession that it remind myself yeah. the obsession it takes, you know, and, and 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 I know that word has a negative connotation for some people. But if you're looking to be in the one percent of anything, you got to be obsessed about it. Otherwise, yep. you'll probably just fall into the other ninety nine percent of people what they're doing, which there's nothing wrong with it. I actually don't. Like, I don't even like sometimes I I don't wish my obsession and the way that I think on anybody, you know, because I know that this is other than the health and well-being of my kids and the 20 people around me, you know, like if as long as they're good, man, I'm I'm ready to take over the world. Like and I'm obsessed, like I want to be the best business person that I possibly could be not the best in the world the one the best that I can be because I know I was given a god-given talent and I don't want to like just waste it now like I don't want to be 98 and be like shoot man I could have tried a little bit harder like that that regret concerns me and scares me actually yeah I love that I mean that's a tip man you got to know what makes you tick right that video helps you right it may not help everybody but you need to find out different ways that's going to make you feel in the zone when you don't feel yeah. like it. As an entrepreneur, talk about that. I, you can't be motivated every day, motivated every day. But Saturday afternoon, man, no man, a hundred percent. Like there's 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 like out of, out of the year, man. There's about like twenty five days. I want to tell everybody to like f off, like straight goods, yeah. like like my whole team. Every like I don't even want to do this anymore. Right, it's about, <laughs> about twenty five days where I'm just like. Holy shit, I just took seven punches from people now. I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm beat up. That's the truth. It's the complete truth. But I'm just glad that the other 340 odd days, I'm ready to, like, I'm I'm coming in with this exact same energy and it's lasts me all day. Like, I'm spent. By the time I put my head on the pillow, like, my wife knows. Like, she knows if she wants to go out for dinner, she's not letting me come inside the house. 
Yeah. She's meeting me outside because she knows the second I get inside that house, I put my head on on the couch. I'm out. You're going I'm to sleep. <laughs> because you know what it is? I give everything. Like in it could be a podcast like this, it could be my own podcast, it could be a phone call, it could be somebody asking, you know, coming into my office, Jazz, do you have a minute? I don't have like a middle ground. I'm right. all in, right? And so um, if you like to your point, I go back to what I said earlier, by the way, like your why needs to be strong. I got a lot of chips on my shoulder, man. Too many people told me I couldn't do anything. And now, like, like, forget the chips. I got a box of Pringles on my shoulder. Like, <laughs> like I I re- I remember, you know, I remember the people that said it. I remember what they were wearing. I remember the sound of their voice. And and now I want to prove not only them wrong. But to my point earlier, I also want to prove it to myself that I'm not just letting this 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 talent go to waste because we all have it. We all have the Kobe Bryant talent. We all have that 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 Beyonce kind of given talent. I just think most people are scared to go all in on it because they think, well, I'm going to look like an idiot if I fail or or, um, you know, I can't make any money doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm also here to tell you, man, like. Some people think that if you the more money that you make, you're going to be that much more happy. But I can tell you, and it's actually a scientific proof now, that there's a happiness factor that you have. Like after you make about $85,000 a year, it moves slightly. I'm going to reiterate that number because I think people think you need to make $85 million a year to be happy. Right. <laughs> Yale, Yale, big school, they did, a, like I think it was like, 50,000 people they studied over like a decade period. So it's a long, and it just came out in like 2020, the, 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 the results of this after the research that after people made $87,000 a year, their happiness factor changed by like two to 3%. That's it. That's it. Yet we're all chasing to make, like I said, 85 million, you know? And so I like, I just wish more people will do what, do what brings them happiness. For me, it, it's just that I got really lucky. And like, that's the truth where I'm happy doing this. Yeah. Like this is my hobby. I love what I get to do. I yeah. every single day. And that's just sheer luck that I'm good at it. And, um, and I like it. Right. And that can be a deadly combination, right? Because yeah. now, now you can start to make some real moves. But for some people, they're doing something and they're making $850,000 a year, but they hate it. Mm-hmm. They hate their day. They hate their life. Man, if they made 322000 yeah, they might need to downsize some things, maybe get a smaller house, maybe get like not as a nice car, Um they're going to be happy every single day. Right. And like, what value can you put on that? For me, it's, 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 you know, endless. It's, 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 there, there, there is no value that you can put on that because you're going to be happy. And I can tell you one other thing, you got to stop trying to chase money because that's not how it works. It will continue to run away from you. You can actually, if you're just continuously doing what makes you happy, you'll actually attract more money to you because money will follow whoever brings the most value. Right. You will always follow the person whoever brings the most value. And the best way to bring value is do something that you're happy doing because you'll do it all day. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You couldn't yep. take Kobe. Like, yeah, Kobe made hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in his career. But that guy in his brain, he was playing like how he played in Philly in high school. Like, yeah. when it was free. 
Yeah. You know, and because he played it, that's all he ever did. I don't think Kobe really cared about his science grade in high school. You know what I mean? Like he just (laughs) get what I'm saying? Like he really cared about like he what he wanted to do all day is play ball. And then now he had millions upon millions upon millions of people wanting to watch him do it every single day. Yeah, I love that, man. Focusing, not focusing on chasing. And this, I think this is more so, you know, we talk about the universe, right? Chasing things versus actually adding value, right? And so uh, last thing I want to chat with you about, because this is one of the main things I, I, you chat about is, is removing friction from your life, right? We didn't even get to this. This is something, this is one of the first things I wanted to get to at the convo was so good that I wanted to keep it going. But removing friction from your life, what do you mean by that? Like friction, what is friction? Yeah, for me, friction is 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 all the the thoughts that you don't that that you have in your own head. Like I think most people just get in their own way. That's mm-hmm. it. Like it's that friction in your own head. Like the I always speak about in between the six inches between your ears, that person that's talking to you and he he or she doesn't shut up all day long, and that person is you talking to yourself all day long, it's generally telling you stuff that you can't do or why you shouldn't do something. And so first and foremost, it's having the belief in yourself. Remove that negative friction in your own head by believing in yourself. Then remove the friction from the outside, which is generally people who are in your life that because they love you, they're not actually they're, they, you know, we, you know, on the streets, they call them like haters or whatever. Like I actually think most people in, in your circle, the reason they don't want you to be successful is not because they're hating on you. It's because they love you so much that they're so worried that when you become successful, you're going to leave them. They're fearful for their own life. They're fearful of losing you. Yeah, That's where that comes from, in my opinion, right? However, for you to do something big, then you have to sometimes not remove them completely out of your life, but maybe spend a little less time. And it might be mommy and daddy. I'm not saying remove them out of your life, but if you're spending five hours a day with them, can you can you spend four hours and 30 minutes, get back 30 minutes of your life and listen right. to something that's more positive? Maybe it's your best friend growing up. Maybe it's your spouse and you got to have a conversation. I know these are hard, hard possible conversations that you have to have. And then the last piece of the friction, I just think comes from comes from the media like we spoke about, right? Yeah. It just it comes from social media, it comes from it comes from traditional media. And I'm not blaming them. I'm not blaming traditional media. I'm not blaming social media. Because remember, all these Instagrams and Facebooks and TikToks, they're giving you more of what you want. Right? Like, so if you watch, if you watch, if you watch something that's like, you know very red in terms of in terms of a, from a political perspective so they lean right call it right and you watch 10 videos well the next day all your videos are going to be ones that are leaning more right if you decide to go lean more left then you're going to see only those type of videos right and so you can decide what you watch every single day on traditional media and social media but you got to you got to remove that friction in your life whatever is negative man because time's going right like like 
in the big scheme of things, life is long. I mean, it's a hundred years um, and some, and it might even be longer with traditional medicine and all that kind of stuff um, and AI and all these cool things that might be coming out. But at the end of the day, it goes quickly, you know? And so if you're spending it with negative people, um, your friends, your family, you're watching negative stuff, and then you're always talking negative to yourself, you need to remove that friction. Yep. Yep, because that friction will keep you where you want to go, right? But That's all it. of this and all of this starts where being clear about what you want. Because once you're clear about what you want, that helps remove a lot of that that friction, man. Yeah, because sometimes we have all these thoughts in our brain, and 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 you haven't even put pen to paper. You know, mm-hmm. um, like I don't have a computer, right? Like I haven't touched a computer for five years. Like I do everything from my phone. Um, I have a big team, so I'm able to delegate a lot of things and stuff. But man, like first thing in the morning. I'm going to say 90% of the week, first thing in the morning, you're going to catch me with a pen and a piece of paper. And I'm just writing down all these thoughts that I've been having throughout the night, right? Like it's important what you think about at night as well, because then that goes into your subconscious and, and you're going to come up with ideas. I always laugh with my team. Like I'm always coming out with 67 ideas in the shower. So the second I get out and put my clothes on, I got to get that on paper because I'm going to forget. Right. So getting clear on what you want, the best way to do that is put it on paper, just put it on and start with stupid stuff that might be dumb to you. Like I want, I want, you know, I want to travel the world. I just don't stop. Don't stop writing. Most people I've, I've watched people do this. They're like, oh, I'm not going to be able to travel the world, so I'm not going to write that down. No, just write it all down. I want I want a six-pack. I want to eat healthy. I want a big business. Because what's going to happen as you come down this list, when all those other materialistic stuff that I don't think there's anything wrong with it, like you want rollies and bet, nothing wrong with that stuff, man. That's just not who I am. But after you get past the first 25, 30 things, now things start to get deep. Yeah. I want to, you know, now you start getting into man, I just want to be happy. You know, I just want, I want somebody to look at me and tell them, tell me they love me. I want to tell somebody else I love them. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that, you know, that's another place where I start every day, brother. Like I, um, a lot of people, somebody asked me today, they're like, where do you get this energy from? I'm like, man, you know, some of it's DNA, you know, my pops and mom did their thing at the time that they did their thing. And, 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 you know, so a lot of it's DNA, but I start, I start my day like writing something down on a piece of paper, but it starts with gratefulness, man. Like man. I'm like I'm kissing myself in the mornings. You know what I mean? Like I'm telling myself I love myself first because how am I going to give someone something that I haven't given myself? Right. So like, I think it's important to wake up and, you know, thank your thank, thank that person, whoever that might be, God, universe, um, for, for, for everything you have. And then thank yourself, man, because man, are you like, I know what I put myself through every single day. I beat myself up like physically sometimes because I go long hours. Um, but sometimes I have self doubt too, man, but you know, I keep ticking. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I love that. I love that. Well, I told you, I, I told Jazz before the podcast starts. So how long does these usually go? I said about uh, 25, 30 minutes, but here we are, 50 minutes in. Uh, and I can't thank you enough for all the value that you shared here. Uh, it's been amazing. It's been amazing, man. I love your energy, like I said. And um, man, where can people find you? Where can people follow your journey? You have, you know like what, I said, man, I think, 
I, I really appreciate a you having me on as I mentioned, man. Uh, B, I'm not that hard to find, man. Um, but I think I think you know the I'm on all the socials and stuff like that. I think what I'm most excited about from a content perspective, I have my own app, and so if you go okay. into um, if you go into the app store or the play store, just search my first name, J A S space last name Takar T A K H A R. Um, it's 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 kind of like my own Netflix. You know, it's free. There's no cost to it. You um, I, you know how the young people say, "Let me slide into your DMs." I'm just trying to get on people. <laughs> I'm trying to get on people's home screen right now. You know what I mean? So, um, you could download the Jazz Takar app, and it's full of content. Um, I've had some really really cool guests on my podcast i i put my keynote conversations there as well as these kind of conversations as well where i've been featured on someone's podcast but i'm really excited about uh the app man that's for sure perfect sounds great well i'll make sure i put all all your socials in the footnotes i'll put that app in there as well man because we need more positive inputs in people's lives and um you are doing that to the fullest so uh once again man i appreciate you and uh man thank you I appreciate you too. Thank you, my man. Our brand design and strategy is by Tessa at fivefootstudios.com. You can also follow her on Instagram at fivefootstudios. Our music is by Lakey Inspired. Go ahead, subscribe so that you never miss an episode and click the five stars to give us a rating. And most importantly, keep playing it.